0: listening to The Authenticity Show, where you get to eavesdrop on great conversations about health, creativity, and the quest for excellence. Your hosts are Carlos Casados and Satch Purcell. Our guest today is James Wanless. James Wanless has so far lived a long and extremely interesting life. One of the things he's famous for is the Voyager tarot deck, which he created. We're going to talk with him about this and draw some cards and kind of get into this thing tonight. It's a really fun conversation. We had a great time with James. Fantastic human and a real pleasure to have at my house. And you're going to love this conversation. Whether you're into tarot or not, just trust me, give this one a chance. All right, here we go.
1: So, Satch and I are, are here with two shuffled Voyager decks, and they're, they're shuffled and they're placed on Oliver's table, and between us is a man named James Wanless, who's the creator of this deck. So, where do
2: we go from here? What do we do from here? Well, uh, thank you for inviting me, number one, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, thanks you know, for coming. Uh, thank you. Fundamentalist.
0: A fundamentalist, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that we are. Um, and, and this is Voyager Tarot, it's not just another deck. Um, it's, it's actually a, a little bit of background about Voyager. It's a deck that I created, um, in the, in the early 80s, and it was meant to be a deck for the 21st century, hence, it's very uh, multicultural. Multiracial, multi ethnic, multi 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 dimensional, mm. and it's, it's collage, it's cut and paste art from great magazines, and so it's a mix of all these rich symbols from all over the world. That are some very ancient, some very contemporary. A lot of people, well, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but some people don't like it because it's Too much. (laughs) Mm, Too much what? It's it's, it's too much going on, and they can't kind of find the center of the card sometimes. Well, welcome to the 21st century world, by the way. Yeah, we're swimming in that. Very appropriate. I mean, just look out on the street here, you know. (laughs) Um, But I I changed a lot of the um, the names uh, in Voyager from the old classic names, which are pretty medievalian. Mm-hmm. Is that medieval? Medieval, Yeah, <laughs> medieval. yeah medieval. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and if you look at the classic decks, they have uh, a suit of swords, for example, swords and blood, and I just find that repulsive. Hmm. I, I Maybe I had a past life, I got sliced and diced <laughs> in some <laughs> kind of crusade. <laughs> you know, so I, I have not, and I had been doing tarot, I learned it in the, in the late 70s in San Francisco, the Bay Area. And uh and I learned on the classic old tarot, but I wanted to And I wanted to make a deck that was really right for the times. Mm. And I, I, as much as I love the tarot, they're old. And they're old roadmaps. And, you know, you try and follow some of the old roads today, you don't go very far. Because you know? mm, exactly. they're old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to make this a Voyager is a roadmap, but an up-to-date roadmap. And so, hence... Instead of swords, for example, which represents, let's say, the mind in the old tarot, uh, in Voyager, it's the crystals, the crystal mind okay. that we have, You know, this okay. multifaceted, bright thing, hopefully. Um, and, and so I made quite a few differences. And, and in old tarot, by the way, they have uh, court cards, king and queen, <coughs> prince, princess, knight, stuff like that. Um, I said off with their heads. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, that's old. You know, it's yeah. really old. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not a lot of countries still have monarchies. Some do, obviously, but it's not where it's at. Um, so they had to go. So instead of the royalty, they're the human family.
3: Oh, the family, okay. which,
2: again, I tried to make Voyager really universal to the planet. Mm. And if you look at Old Tarot, right. it's all white people. Yeah, and right. it's white people riding around on horses it's and true. swords and stuff. It's yeah. very Sorry. European. Yeah. It's so European. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which I mean, I love it. I mean, it's a great genre, and it's, it has served its purpose. Although I think a lot of the purpose of the tarot has been really uh, debased. Um, and it becomes this incredibly kind of silly, fortune-telling thing. What uh, is the purpose of tarot? Well, it's a roadmap. Uh, Some people call the ancient word tarot as the royal road, Mm -hmm. the royal road um, to live a very kingly life, I suppose, or queenly life. Uh, But I treat it totally as a road map. And if you want to be successful in life and live your visions and dreams, um, pick a card. And the card will show you, it's a map, will show you how to... Be successful, or be happy, or healthy, or whatever it might be, because it's a map of us. It's a super psychology. It's it's really about us. Mm-hmm. Seventy-eight cards representing seventy-eight aspects of all of us to be the whole human that you can possibly be. Mm. Um, so it's very much a very proactive, what I call fortune creation mm. tool, not fortune telling, uh, not prediction fiction, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that one. Fortune creation that, and so, but to get to create it, we need a map a formula and that's what the cards are It's this mm. map on how to do that mm. I, l- I
3: like the way you describe this it's almost like um it implies that that to to use these cards is really a collaboration you're you're sort of collaborating with yourself to you know have an artistic view of your of, of your life and your future
2: it, well the cards are simply a tool for self-reflection it's like looking into the pool of the mirror and actually if you look at the backside of voyage or as you're looking at it right now that's dna that's our oh, is that what that is? genetic yeah. human chromosome. That's beautiful. So, That's, yeah, it's wow. gorgeous. But what's cool about that DNA core is to the human eye, without microscopes and all that, that is the very same pattern on every living life form on Earth.
3: Hmm.
2: Exactly that. Hence, uh, we are related to all that lives, and hmm. we are family. And And when you look at Voyager, you're going to see a lot of animals and minerals and plants and all this stuff because that's who we are. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't want to think that or believe that, but we are nature. You know, we're even animals. How about that?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) As one of our guests said uh, in a previous episode, our first pet is our body. The first Mm -hmm. pet? Our first pet. Wow. Speaking Mm -hmm. of animals and being
2: animals. Oh, Yeah. 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 I have a... A mythic uh, magazine I publish, because it's mythic, because it's not out ever. It's, oh, okay. <laughs> <not> <laughs> okay. So it's not a magazine about mythic stuff. It's yeah, right. It's a mythic well, magazine. it's, a, it's mythic. <laughs> um, make yourself the hero, M-Y-T-H. You nice. So oh, I'm a publisher of my own magazine. But it's called uh, Humanimal. <laughs> Human. Humanimal. Humanimal. Mm. Humanimal. People do not like that. <laughs> Yeah, I get no humanimal. Oh my! They say I'm not an animal. Yeah, well, get over it. You are, you (laughs) know. And then, (laughs) so I actually have a a deck in print I brought with me uh, of white squirrel cards because they're very rare and they're found in uh, North Carolina. Oh, and I went there and I fell in love with these white squirrels. If I could find them, and I went crazy and became a white squirrel myself, and then made these cards. Um, but I have an online deck that's Happy Dog Ooh. and another line, uh, deck called uh, Exceptional Rooster. But I'm known for Voyager. Yeah. I'm, call, I'm called Captain Voyager. Captain Voyager. Captain Voyager. I like. And <laughs> I even look like. Um, yeah, I was going to say, Picard. Picard. You look a little I am bit Captain like Picard. Pick a card. Pick Voyager. a card. Pick a card. Pick a, there, there you go. Let's no, get it. Is. <laughs> pick a card. There it <laughs> that's is. Great. I that's great. Earl Grey. I, I live in LA and I saw him once walking, I think it was in, in the valley or whatever, and he comes along the sidewalk the other way. I said, oh, my God, there's Cart. I mean, I'm Picard. Yeah. Whatever his <laughs> name, yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But he's like so many actors. He's so small.
0: Really? So wow,
2: He's okay. like Cruise, Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, they are all like 5'8". How tall something? are you? You're, you're pretty tall I'm 6'10". No, I'm not. 6'1". <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, you know, nothing too special, but I'm not little. Mm, Let's put it yeah, that way. Yeah. Um, but anyway... So here we are looking at the voyager DNA and yeah now you guys, this is a brand new deck brand new deck yes. you just gifted us two uh, beautiful decks, yeah, I did, and uh that's um that's a cool gift, I think, you know because it's 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 again it's you, and yeah, it's, it's you becoming more of you what yeah. it's about, so the first thing I like to do, and we can do this tonight, I think yeah let's um, proceed is uh First of all, you've shuffled the cards because it actually, if you didn't, hadn't shuffled them, I would probably know where every card was in that deck without right. even looking. Oh, right. because okay. it's in order according to the four suits of cards and it's like playing cards. It's in order. So she was, you did a good job shuffling now, but I, the, whenever you pick a card, the idea is what's the idea, meaning what's your intention for picking the card? What's the question? What's the question? So I'm going to give you a question, um, And the question is, for the first card you're picking from this new deck, uh, how can or how will Voyager uh, reward me? What will be the benefit of using these cards? What's going to come to me um, through using the cards? I think that's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, you guys are willing? So now, when you pick cards, uh, you you can go into bookstores and read all sorts of books about how to shuffle and place the cards and do everything and all this mojo and rah, 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 you know, and that's all fine. And I always say, just do it your way. Mm -hmm. I don't care how you shuffle. Just shuffle it. I mean, I'm looking down here on the floor and and here we have. (laughs) We have Oliver here. I love that. That's very cool. But (laughs) the key is when you pick a card. Now, you can look at the cards and, and you can, I mean, I've seen it all. I've seen people smell the cards and, uh, you know, and all sorts of all sorts <laughs> of snake things. test. But I'm a real believer in touch. So when I pick a card, I feel them. I close my eyes. I just want to, see, which is the card that feels right or feels hot or feels whatever to you, but it's a feeling it. That, mm, that's the card. Okay. Know? But that's a totally intuitive thing and in today's world with so much mystery and unknown and uncertainty we have to trust our intuition we have to trust our senses and our sixth sense and be blind and not know for sure and uh, you know and, and, and just go for it in the mystery and people don't like to do that these days they want to know everything you know uh, in advance <laughs> yeah trust your hands
3: I like it. Let your hands take up a lot of brain matter. Oh,
2: I mean, and and I have one of the suits in Voyager is the wands card, which is the suit of fire and light and spiritual consciousness and awareness enlightenment and all that is fire, it's light. Um, But each of those wands card has a hand in it because I think the magic a lot of times is right here in our hands. So just shuffling the cards and picking the cards is such a tremendous symbolic act take mm. it indicates you're trusting you're trusting your hands you're trusting your sense your intuition it's, in the mystery it's one of the things mm. one of the key instructions for going
1: lucid when you dream oh and having having a a dream induced uh, out of body experiences is, is look for your hands find your hands in your dream
2: oh really yeah that's what it one must to... be
1: some kind of a biofeedback kind of thing that that it makes sense can remind you that hey i'm dreaming i can have i can take control i can become lucid now so finding your hands is one of the primary um, hacks for mm-hmm. going lucid. We're mm-hmm. going lucid. Yeah, in your dreams. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, isn't that' very cool? nice. That yeah. Find your hands. Yeah. <laughs> find
2: your. Well, it makes a lot. So of sense, So find your hands tonight. <laughs> you know, go to bed yeah, just with that and, intention. I'm going to find and, and, my hands.
3: Yeah, and what's more human than hands? I yeah. mean, we have the most advanced hands. Oh, yeah. by far. on the planet. We do. Oh my god, that's why we we stand so we can use our hands. It's why cats now. still need us.
2: They need us. Okay. So are you ready to pick your card? I would love to. Okay. What Voyager will bring you by using the cards? One card. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. What did you get there, Carlos? Um, Seven of Cups, which is fear. Okay. So you got the seven. Now that has meaning in the tarot. Mm -hmm. Cups is a suit of the heart, emotions, and it's fear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Next. (laughs) I'm going to learn about fear from the tarot. Uh, Well, so... It might bring up some fears. Fine, that's that's cool. But when we read the cards, we make sense out of them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people will not touch the cards because they're so fearful of the. Oh my God! I don't want to get the death card. <gasps> what if I get the devil card or something like that? You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's only paper, right? It's, it's like when, paper. Yeah, when they I when get they over <laughs> it, I was I was going to ask
3: <laughs> when they make the cards, where exactly do they insert the demon? Right. Because yeah, I know there's a lot of people that. Yeah, yeah. Right. The
2: Christians, a lot of times, think, oh, my, if I tell people what I do, that I'm the devil or something like that. And I was like, ah, that's a rough one. Um, <laughs> but, it, but it is information. Yeah. And you can do what you want with the information. Uh, but uh, so I'm looking at you, Carlos, and you're a successful person, a bright person, and a courageous person, right? And so I would read that fear as your, uh, the cards help you get through fear, hmm. get through fear not bring on fear, maybe get you in touch with some fears and anxieties, Mm -hmm. but ultimately give you power. But anyway, so cups is a suit of heart emotions. So getting in touch with some of your emotions, Mm. anxieties and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, which is good. The whole idea is to see the truth and and, and embrace the shadow side. Yeah. You know, the shadow. The shadow (laughs) Shadow (laughs) knows. Yeah. Did we all, was that a radio? What was it? That? was
1: an old radio show from. Um, but you're not
2: old enough to. But know I, that.
1: I did listen to the recordings. Why? I mean, you. Heard... I was fascinated with older stuff when I was a kid. Really, so black and white movies and radio shows and. Wow. Yeah.
2: That's so interesting. Well, anyway, back to your fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows what evil lurks in the heart of night? <laughs> love that. Okay. Let's, but uh, cups is emotions. The yeah. heart cup. When my cup runneth over, I'm full of love. When my cups are broken and devastated and dried up, that's something emotionally has gone wrong. Okay. Now, Satch, you got another cups card. I did. Yeah. Which is the man of cups. Yes. Again, cups is emotions. Man of cups in old tarot would be a knight. On a horse. Okay. But if you look at this one, it's called the surfer at the top. But notice the horse. That's a horse, but it's a drinking flag and looking like a surfboard. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I love that horse imagery there. Mm -hmm. In the water, surfing this big wave. Yeah. Um, But the surfer, man of cups, is surfers go out in the ocean. They go out in big waves. They, they, there might be white sharks out there. There might be there's coral reefs. There's stuff. It's dangerous mm-hmm. a lot of times. So a uh, surfer is very adventurous. So this uh, baby voyager gives you a greater sense of life as adventure. Hmm. And I am riding the wave of life and learning how to stay in balance with that so I don't fall off and, you know, screw myself and mm-hmm. everything else that could happen. Surfing. Did we want to look at your card? Yeah. yeah
0: let me, can I borrow your mic for a second? Yeah. I mean, hey, Oliver Alting here. I'm the show's producer. But I'm jumping in here because I picked the card. But let me tell you what happened. Oh. I, had the car, I had the deck spread out all over the rug here, and I was just sort of shuffling it that way. And so I, I gathered all the cards up together in a deck after I'd finished you know, moving them all around and shuffling them. And then I noticed behind me there was one more card. Beh- literally behind you? It was behind I mean, me yeah, on the rug, right. yeah. And so I was like, well, that must be the card. And it is uh, Trump number 11.
2: Uh, Trump Strength. meaning... Uh, We will have to watch out for that word these days. Yeah, this is not a political card. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Trump card number 11, which is strength.
2: Right. In in formal tarot, we probably call it the major arcana. Arcana meaning secrets. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. But it's a Leo card, strength. So uh, Voyager, with that card, would suggest you get empowered by the cards, by the deck, by the imagery,
0: you so, get stronger. I'm seeing like some lions and like a Egyptian pharaoh holding up a what looks like a red potato and like no. a, a hand with a butterfly on it and like a big lion and these red like curtains flapping all over the place and um, there's a lot of imagery on here man.
2: Uh, well all these cards uh, I don't think there's any other deck out there that has as much imagery as Voyager does.
0: Now, did you put the images together yourself? You I mean, you created this deck. Yes,
2: yeah. I created the deck with um, my artist friend, Ken Knutsen, who was uh, an oil painter, California plein air oil painting, and one day over the influence of caffeine, <laughs> which <laughs> is a really powerful drug. Very powerful. <laughs> Have you ever seen spiders on drugs? Yes. 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 Oh, God. Sorry. Amazing. The caffeine yeah. one is the worst. Yes. All the, that yeah. Happens, but, yeah. But anyway, so in that state of caffeinated brain, <laughs> I asked Ken, I said, Um, He'd been wanting to do a collage project, cut and paste out of magazines. This is before Photoshop. This is before digital. And I said, okay, cool, let's make The Magician, number one card in the tarot, and he said, who's that? I mean, he he knew nothing about the cards. Perfect. I used to do retreats in Hawaii every year. I'd do a retreat, and it was always expressive tarot, expressive voyager, expression, because we're not going to sit around in Hawaii and get mental inside a room. That's crazy. We're in Hawaii, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'd go out and become the cards, which was really oh. very cool. So you'd embody the the
1: yes. cards you were you were creating that day.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and then how did and, you do that? Uh, well, I work with first of all, I work with my expression coach, Wowza, but. And we partnered together, so it was easy. She could get. But the the major thing, the way we would start, we'd warm up, we'd breathe and do sound and whatever, do stuff, dance and things. Uh We'd start with the word on the card. For example, surfer, surfer. surfer. and you know everybody got to get jacked up. Mm. You'd be feeling each syllable of the word. Yes, each syllable, each okay. vowel. Okay, especially the vowels. Got to move your vowels, mm. and. uh and that's kind of and you know and then we could go outside and we could go to the volcano the real volcano that was going off there mm-hmm. and all that and you could be noisy yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure yeah <laughs> it was like drama therapy it's absolutely yeah. is, there, mm-hmm. is there a drama therapy there is it should be there is no oh, there, it's a legit like I study. love that yeah because all those games they play are Oh yeah, so insightful, right? Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and they get you transformative whole social character. Uh huh. You
1: uh-huh. See, oh, you, yeah. you were in a sense um, using theatrical and hypnotic methodology, right? You were yes. you were getting using a lot of techniques to kind of silence your external chatter and get yourself totally focused in on the yes. symbolic meaning of the card, right? Or each piece, right? Yeah. And then you kind yes. of stepped into it as if you were a I don't know method actor or something. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. yes exactly. exactly. And and but we would cool. stop them right in the middle of this a lot of times and say, Okay, uh what's the insight that you get now about this card? Rather than using a book, mm. rather than just sitting and meditating even. Let's just see what is the kin- kinesthetic you, the expressive you, mm. the sound you and all that has to say about the meaning of these cards. And that is tremendous.
1: It's like you're you're just working with uh uh, opening your intuition
2: all the time. Oh, totally. It's all intuition. Yeah. It's all intuition. It should be. Um, now, so, but the, after you look at the words, then we go to kind of the right brain, which is you just pick an image. There's, there's so much imagery in Voyager. Why don't you just, all of us, just pick one, one picture in your card that attracts your eye. And don't, it's not a brain game or anything. It's just like, oh, that one sticks out for me for whatever <laughs> reason or non-reason, okay. I don't well, really for, care. Sure. So yeah. for me, it's, it's clearly that the, that flower. The flower the is flower. the centerpiece to me of this, of this picture. Right. And so, remember, cards are reflections of you. At some level, we're all flowers and flowering and so on, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but this flower, it's, it's so beautiful and open. So using Voyager, what does your intuition say? Mm. that it would help you flower and sure sure yeah to grow to unfold absolutely
3: to to uh to uh create um pleasant aroma oh. to um <laughs> you know uh, um to be to go ahead and be beautiful and delicate
2: ooh to be beautiful
3: yeah I mean for a
2: man to say that is not you don't often hear that yeah frankly but this is men. the surfer card so but but I get to be a badass surfer but, right so <laughs> yeah
3: but that's but, yeah.
2: so beautiful but what so let me ask you what would you like to grow in you in your life? Where would you like your life to flower? And what? Where would I like my life to flower? Right. Um,
3: well, but, you know, it's an interesting question. I, it, to be honest, it's it's not easy to answer. I almost need to um, spend a little time and see what see what, That's see what comes of that. Yeah. fine.
2: Well, let's move over here. Yeah. Over here to Carlos. Yeah. Um, the fear card, boy, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on there. Oh, it's actually,
1: it was hard to tell what some of it was, but it's just very Well, the
2: beautiful. light is a little, yeah, yeah these cards need bright
1: light. It's a beautifully complex uh, design, yes. so my eye was initially drawn to these squiggly orange kind of long pieces, and then right next to it, the, uh, the stone face, the, the sort of image
2: of the statue there. You mean this, oh, that, yeah. But these pink things sort of? Uh, orangey, the,
1: things, wispy things going off the right. corner right
2: okay, that's actually a flower. And then this vase with a, a, a man okay. on it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, remember, this is a fear card. And so that's, that man on that vase vase, depending on the price, of course, um, is kind of the lurking man. I hmm. mean, th- these are all vases that are closed at the bottom of the ocean in that card because ah. when you're afraid you you hunker mm. down and close up and you know mm. you become like those cups like oh i hope nobody notices me you know something like <laughs> so that that,
1: that kind of reminds me a little bit of the sort of murky treasures of the underworld or the or, or of, of the sea like like you're talking about um yes. it being at the bottom of the sea it reminds me of like neptune yes you know the treasures of neptune right, right. deep down
2: right but that, yeah. that man... Subconscious. Totally. The cups are emotion cards, and they can go deep, obviously. Mm-hmm. A surfer is, uh, can be kind of superficial. Okay. <laughs> on okay. top of the water. Sure, yeah, on I mean, top of the water. We're, yeah, yeah. We're, the water is symbolic of emotions, the ocean of yeah. emotion, whereas Carlos' fear card is going into it, mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. down into maybe some early traumas or past life traumas and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. that this is, really can be therapy. Right. You can dredge up some primal ancient fears in you. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at that man, I mean, uh, you know, because I know this is at the bottom of the ocean. There's this cup, this vase with this man looking at me. Mm. And I, I never felt comfortable about that card. So for me, that's kind of fearful. Mm. But you're just looking at it, and I don't know. It's just a guy, I suppose. Well, um,
1: I mean, you know, what I do for a living. So it's it's like, like this is not only what i've had to do in my own life but it's what i do for others yes. it's the same it's the microcosm macrocosm right. inwardly and outwardly focused um and i see personally fear is a stage that has to be transformed or dealt with fully before you get to power like oh. power, power automatically flows in when fear is transformed
2: I had a bunch of radiation done for my prostate cancer. Oh, ah. you did? I had, uh, yeah, I had it, and I don't have it now. But, God, I had to go through 30 straight days of radiation. Oh, it's yeah. very specific. I mean, it's sure, the prostate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, boy, did that make a difference. Are you yeah. feeling better now, is the thing? I feel great. Well, I think the major... Uh, the radiation is not helpful to your body. I mean, it might get, mm-hmm. kill cancer, but boy, it screws up a lot of other yeah, stuff. It can, yeah, it can create some scarring and uh, loss well, of rage. It's just mm-hmm. uh, issues I don't want to talk about. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, the real deal for me was uh, uh, what drives prostate cancer in men is testosterone, the male hormone. And so you take a thing and get a shot every few months that it kills testosterone. Mm. So basically mm. for a year and a half, two years, I didn't have any testosterone at all.
1: Oh, so the, the, the medicine you're taking for the prostate
2: right. was actually killing your testosterone. Right. Gotcha. Because mm-hmm. testosterone drives the cancer. Um, and boy, is that, is that interesting. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I've done a lot of interesting things in my life, but this was by far the most transformative thing I've ever undergone. Wow. Because wow. all of a sudden, I'm not the man that I'm supposed to be, you know. I'm mm. becoming a woman. Mm. I have feelings. <laughs> wow. I have emotions. Uh-huh. But what I found is I've become so much more alive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hmm. So much more alive. So much, in a way, more, way more creative. And I just, I just everything's electric now. And I think I know why why women are the way they are a lot of times. Hmm. <laughs> wow. So, interesting. Uh, but I, I tell you, this is just the, the most amazing thing hmm. I've ever Very encountered. Very Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: So, uh, this is really interesting. It kind of sounds like you're talking about like getting in touch with, you know, goddess energy or yes, like, you know, it's kind yeah. of yeah. divine yeah. feminine. Absolutely. Kind of feeling. So what's, what's that like?
2: Um, yeah. Well, keep, keep going. This is really interesting. Well, you just, well, like with people, for example, so much more empathy. -hmm. So much more connection with the person, and particularly for men. Men, you know, we get together and hey, what's happening? Mm -hmm. You know, it's pretty superficial. And testosterone's is muscle. I think it makes men strong and Mm -hmm. big, Mm -hmm. testosterone, and sexy and all that man stuff. But I don't think it makes you any smarter, frankly. I mean, or more creative and alive, because you just have more. Feelings for people, in in, in terms of people, Hmm. that way. But everything is just so much more vivid and alive. An idea is more wow than just a cool idea. Hmm. I I think uh, testosterone and muscles kind of even things out, kind of keep you pretty balanced Hmm. for a male in a way, I guess. Whereas I'm a lot more hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I cry a Uh lot more and I get really enraged a lot more. Wow. Oh, I get wow. pissed off. And I say, "I my language has gotten so much worse. <laughs> Curse like a sailor. What? Hmm. He curses like a sailor. Yeah. All right. It's incredible. Yeah. Even when I'm doing a class in Japan and my poor translator, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say. But and the cool thing also is I don't have any um, fe- sexual feelings towards women. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Or men or anything. Just none. Hmm. So... I, my relationships with women are so much more honest and clear and pure. Hmm. It's just hmm. a, another p- a person, yeah, not a sexy chick, you know. if you know Yeah, me. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> you yeah, know. yeah. It's just another wonderful human being, mm-hmm. yeah. And and I don't have any of that angst around. Oh, does she like me? And should we date? And should I ask her? None of that kind of stuff. Hmm. Ah, so much mm. easier, much easier. Wow. Oh, so
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. you know. I was going to say that. Um, uh, In general, there's been some research on this that looked at the question, um, who tends to get happier as they age, men and women? And the conclusion was that men tend to be happier and women tend to be less happy as they age. And... um, I think that's true. Sort of, yeah. And so what what it came down to is that um, men, of course, our testosterone levels start to go down. Yes. But for women, their estrogen levels go down. And so then they have a relative excess of testosterone that they had not experienced before Uh and i always like to say that us guys we've had years and years and years to learn how to tame the dragon Mm -hmm. but for them they're playing with the dragon for the first time (laughs) and it's like it's it's you know it's a dragon it's
2: uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. therein lies the uh, the the dance yeah that's there yeah yeah, that's that's, uh, so true yeah shakti's playing with some shiva now and it's it's, it, it's a lot it, of work. It does yeah. go back to hormones, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. But now two my testosterone's coming back because i have oh, finished okay. the therapy. Okay. But I'm wondering what it's going to do now. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah. Am Like reverting back to something that I, I don't know. I can't even remember what that was. I, I, th- I
3: think you'll, you'll be able to maintain
2: it and bring it with you. And then that I, way you'll, uh, you'll that's be both. Yeah. All that's, the wisdom you've gained. You can yeah. yeah. That is the plan. Yeah. I think you'll be that both. That is the plan. Yeah. Integrate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a fun question for me to even ask the cards. Well, the thing about cards is it's, it's an insight tool. It's a thinking tool. Mm. You know, people use it just so weird. It just makes me crazy. I have a hard time with the tarot world, frankly, because they just think of it in this woo-woo kind of way. When I just use it, oh, I want to have a different take on whatever. Pick a card. Mm-hmm. What started your journey into the cards specifically? Oh, boy. Yeah, because, you know, when I was a kid, I hated card games. You did? Oh, I hated them. I hated, uh, you know, those games, fish, rummy, fish, poker, whatever. I've never learned poker. Right. Um, and bridge, forget it. I'm not gonna, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, but here I am the card guy yeah kind <laughs> of the guy used card man captain card pick can, a card card yeah. a card so <laughs> weird um well there's, a, there's of course there's always it's there's always the short story and the long story and I'll give you kind of the middle story okay the the the, the middle story is um after college I I, I got I went and go ahead and got a PhD in political science Okay. Columbia which is a really good school but and uh, and this is the early seventies, and so I I immediately just went to Africa. I just I had to get the hell out of everywhere and just travel, and so on. Kind of blew up my degree, but coming out of Africa nine months after I got my doctorate, um, I got a job teaching political science in the American University in Cairo, oh in Egypt, wow. Um, that was another experience. But and then I got a, a right after that another professor job teaching in Beirut in Lebanon before mm-hmm. the war there. I, I've always kind of missed... I should have been a CIA spy. I was really. just going to yeah, say minutes. that. I was like, okay, <coughs> political
1: science, PhD,
2: goes to Egypt, All these, Beirut. Uh, yeah. What I, mm. I, I, I didn't know, <laughs> I got a master's degree. Conveniently in right before the war breaks out. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just happened to be... <laughs> just happened
1: to be there. It's,
2: it's <laughs> remarkable because I, my, I had a master's in the master's, uh, School of International Affairs in, at Columbia. That's a spook school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, I did sure. not even know
1: that. I thought it was for board housewives and, hu- and husbands. <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs> but anyway, it was a CIA school, apparently, and I had no clue until years later when some of my classmates wrote books about being CIA people in Vietnam or mm. whatever. Yeah, anyway, wow. So wow. I'm, I'm teaching in Beirut and voted professor of the year. I had my Excellent. beard, trinkets, and I was a major hippie. All right. <laughs> you know, was, finally, I could be hippie and cool and stuff. Yeah. And, um, but my intuition, my, I had, this voice kept nagging me, and I, I, had, I learned transcendental meditation. I did my 20 minutes okay. thing with mantra, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was cool. But my intuition said, um, quit and go to India. Quit and go to India. And I said, oh, God, this is not a very practical idea. I finally got him a job. Such a hippie thing to say, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. The, I mean, the, I the, mean, come on. The Beatles on. had done it over land. Oh, yeah, Ram you know, Dass. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this, yeah. I knew all that. And I'm saying, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 but I, I followed it. But, so what I did, I, I walked into the uh, president of the university's office one day, and I said, uh, Dr. Markarian, um, you know, I'm professor of the year. He says, I know that. And I said, <laughs> well, I, I will stay next year if you double my salary. He, says, he laughed. He thought that was the biggest joke I've ever heard, you know, mm. in academia. He said no, of course. So that meant I was going to India, nice. which is yeah. great. I mean, that was a win-win situation. Right. Yeah, you know? right, yeah, um, So what the hell? All oh, right, so I go to India. And what year was this? Uh, 74. Okay. It's, okay, it's a little bit back then. Yeah, I think right? I, I was one. Yeah. yeah, I was three. You were what? I was one. Yeah. You were one years old. Yeah, yeah. Just to put things into perspective, I get you know, it. I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm in India, and I get hepatitis. Uh, mm. Actually, in Nepal at this point, and I almost get hepatitis pretty quickly. And you know, you get all yellow and you can't do anything. And I'm lying around. And I go, "Oh my god, I'm going to die here um, in downtown Kathmandu." Mm. And uh, but some guy shows up at this little. Bed and breakfast place I was He says, there's a meditation course going on for Westerners in a Tibetan Buddhist monastery. You want to come? And I said, hell yes, I'm coming. You know, I need something. All I, I, I'm just sitting around and lying around anyway. I might as well do that. Sounds cool. <laughs> uh, so I went and 30 days of golden Buddha gold light meditations and all of that. And that I, I, changed my life. Wow. I walked out of there with no hepatitis and no more political science. Mm. (laughs) You know, I was on the path Mm. on the enlightenment path, but you need to pay the rent still, you know, Mm -hmm. just because you're, you know, um, so eventually when I got back to the San Francisco Bay area, a year or two later after that, whatever, um, I, I got a job teaching and then, but my fat and some colleagues who read the cards Mm. and I said, what the hell? I'll, I'll have a reading one day from my colleague and I loved it. Do you remember the deck? Yeah, it was the Crowley deck. The oh, I, deck. I knew it. I pictured that really? in my head. I'm it's like, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I'm not a weight writer guy. You know?
1: Well, yeah, it's just it, much more complex and interesting way, yeah. and way more layered. And oh, thought, totally. If anything's going to catch your attention, it's going to be something with some depth to the it. The art you know? is beautiful, yeah,
2: yeah. And that was the deck. It's well thought out, too. Oh, you know? no, totally. Archaic, but It's archaic, but really, it's spectacular. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Respect. But right so i just took off and never looked back and everybody thought i was nuts when i went into kind of become a tarot reader <laughs> There'd be a dr james professor of or whatever <laughs> you know, like yeah i thought but you know to Follow your intuition takes a lot of belief and a lot of courage and cojones and cojones. Yes, Mm -hmm. I had cojones back then. (laughs) I still have them. But the ABCs of intuition: be aware of the feeling or the idea, B, believe it, and C, have the courage to follow it. Mm -hmm. And I did have the courage.
3: Awareness, belief,
2: and courage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time, we're not even aware of it, or sort of, because we're so much we're so thoughtful. We're in our idea realm. Mm -hmm. And the uh, intuition, uh, which is really my favorite thing I ever teach. I have a little good little book called Intuition at Work. It's a nice little hardback, even. Intuition does actually is is hardwired into our brain. Mm. It's in the emotional part of the forebrain. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In the feeling part of the forebrain. Yeah. So it's not in the analytical thinking and all that. So Mm -hmm. it's that little oomph, that little feeling. But most of the time, we don't trust it. And it's, oh, so what? And it, it, a lot of times intuition will tell you what to do, but not why. Mm. And if the, the brain doesn't like that, I want to know why I'm, I'm going to go to India and mm. get hepatitis. That's a great a point. Yeah. I want to know why. Yeah, right. yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, because yeah.
3: because if the answer was because you had to get hepatitis, then that would be hard to follow
2: through with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 If I hadn't known why, yeah, yeah I would have uh-huh. not probably gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, that's that's my story that's so a far. great
1: point that you just made though i want to just kind of come back yeah. to that because it's profound um if you had known why at the time when you wanted to know why if you, you might not have predict done it. that
2: preview that yeah, yeah. You, you
1: probably not would, would have not done that because uh, at the time you didn't have a context or an experience to teach you that that was important so your value system hadn't aligned yet for right uh to support the thing you were going to do right and the values realign when you go through the experience and have the ups and downs and mm-hmm. the challenges and the transformations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the realizations mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. and the confirmation mm-hmm. that you did what you did yeah um, and then all of a sudden your value system has realigned oh. at a deeper level and <sighs> now when oh. you say why it makes perfect sense yeah now but <laughs> if you knew why before it didn't uh, have the context, you wouldn't I, be able to.
2: I would have done it. And it. that would have changed
1: yeah. history or yeah. my and history. And that is such a, I think, universally experienced thing for
2: people. Like, you mm. know. It's also interesting for me is that the two times I've gotten really sick with the prostate cancer and with the hepatitis have been the greatest things that have ever hmm. happened to me. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very interesting. <laughs> what, what, what do you attribute that to? I mean, do
3: you have a, a feeling for you know, why that happened in your case? Well, it had to
2: happen for me to get on, to, on my track. Yeah. But how would I have known that? And I wouldn't have selected that. And yeah. I think mm. it, in, in, the, in the Tarot, and even in Voyager, there's a card called the Tower. The Tower card is the most dramatic card where all hell breaks loose, like war mm. or mass plague or I mean, you know, just horrific things. Um, but that's the greatest change card in the deck. I sure. Mean, that's revolution. Yeah, that is revolution, and my my sicknesses, whether hepatitis or prostate, were towering re experience. Mm, but I yeah. always know uh, there uh, they are opportunities if you see it that way. <laughs> do Do you think all these years of
3: you um, thinking this way, like mm. with, with with the cards mm. and and um, uh, making you know sort of weaving a, a positive thoughtful story out of images Mm -hmm. do you think that was um in a way training so that when something happened in your body you had all these years of experience of Mm -hmm. of learning how to interpret that in a different way
2: yeah oh absolutely not initially with the hepatitis thing but certainly with the prostate cancer i knew that was my tower. sure Mm. and i knew okay but the card that comes right after the tower is the star Oh. The, the luminant light of that from which there you are—that's Quan Yin, the star. Very nice. Tower is sixteen, uh, star is seventeen, and that—you know—it's a card of enlightenment. It, it's a card of living your purpose and shining your light and sharing it with the world. Bigger picture, totally. And but it comes out of that. Wow. Crash. <laughs>
3: Question that I wanted to ask you is um, uh, Carlos and I uh, and Oliver, you know, here on the show, we 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 always talk about being open-minded skeptics. Okay, that we remain open-minded and we use critical thinking about things. So um, I think it might be neat to address um, some of the fears and criticisms that people have about things like this.
2: Well, maybe I should just talk about one particular card, which is the devil. Okay. Yeah, great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because people. Again, they some fundamentalists think I'm the devil because I play with these cards, you mm-hmm. know. But with in Voyager, when I had to make the devil card, uh, I'm not. I'm not going Christian on this. I'm going before Christianity to the Greeks mm. and to their mythologies and their archetypes and their gods and goddesses, and it was uh, Pan, the Dionysian god which is i mean there's apollo and dionysius who are the right and left brains and Apollo's the critical thinker and mm. us and we mm-hmm. need that but the dionysian is let's party yeah. <laughs> yeah let's celebrate now that we've made the wine let's drink it right yeah that's the devil in voyager it's the celebration, it's the dancer, it's sensual, it's sexy, it's artistic, it's wild in that sense, you know? Um, Yeah, not evil. Not at all Primal. It's It's primal. primal. So this, I love this card. I mean, this is like being creative in your own weird way, and it's the goat, the Capricorn goat. It's like Mm. the wild goat that climbs to the top of the mountain, your own freaking weird way right. goat, goats you, are weird yeah when Great. you
1: think of goats you just they make you smile they just they're it's so what? crazy yeah. oh, wild and weird oh they are wild <laughs> and weird they're to, just t- today up.
3: g-o-a-t stands for greatest of all time uh, oh
1: that's, that's, that's true day. in sports i just learned it. something some grand the architect of the
2: universe grand architect of the, the universe. universe go to um what was your question again <laughs>
3: um i don't know but it, oh 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 uh, yeah. um I was asking about um, maybe some of the myths or fears that people have surrounding these kinds of things.
2: Well, if they pick a card, they, they that's it. That's the truth, and that's what's going to happen in the oh, future. Oh, yeah. Told the, the belief in the card, right? I, I don't. It still happen. It still happens a lot. I mean, people they don't they're not taking responsibility for themselves they're in this deterministic mindset when we, who fulfills the prophecy we do mm. not some piece of paper but people still believe that but if you believe it then hey that mm. might could happen you know kind of stuff so most of my life with the tarot is getting people out of that that way of thinking but because when i have somebody comes to me for a reading they say And I ask them, I say, well, tell me about yourself. And they say, no, no, no. You're supposed to know this. You're psychic. You're supposed to know this. Oh, my God. You know, like, really? I know this. I know everything about you. (laughs) Forget it. I mean, people really believe that some others have these extraordinary abilities to predict your future and read your mind and all of that. Mm. It's insane Mm. to me. Uh, yeah. and, and, but then the great, the big, the most difficult question is, so how does it work? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know, and then the, I give them the most unsatisfying answer of all. So, well, it's just a mystery. You know, we don't know. <laughs> so uh-huh. accept it. Move on. Pick a <laughs> card. You yeah, know, kind of a thing. Let's see. They don't like that at all. I sure. mean I, We could sure. give a big word: psi power, synchronicity, which, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Which you know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I love
3: um, this interpretation that you sort of preach here that it's that it's um, uh, I, I kind of get the the idea from you that this is fun and this is about being insightful. This is about just you know stop, and see that there's something in you that is revealed because you're interpreting a card,
2: mm-hmm.
3: not that the card has magic that it's right pointing out right yeah. It, it's, yeah
2: it's it's seeing yourself it's a way of seeing it's a reflection yeah
3: too. yeah yeah um, you, you know you know it reminds me of recently um, some of us got together we we, we had watched um, a documentary a trip of compassion a trip of compassion yeah really? it was it was a documentary about um, research done in Israel using MDMA therapy. Oh yeah. And what, what comes to mind as we're having this conversation is there was a scene when uh, one of the gentlemen who was in the trial started talking about a painting that was on the wall. And when the MDMA got into a system and he, and he started to think differently, he started talking about how interesting this picture was and how earlier when he was looking at it, he was giving these reasons as to how he was interpreting the painting and how it kept coming back to all the difficulties and pain he was having in his life but in a different state of mind, he looked at it as something different. He looked at it as a horse and it had such a different meaning. And then him and the therapist started talking about how, yeah, and horses are a symbol for freedom. And, and he talked about how he used to ride horses and he'd like to ride horses again. And so the funny thing about it is, is there any magic in that painting? It's just a painting. It's just a piece of art right? Mm-hmm. But the magic was in him. He, he, yeah. he saw the piece of art and the art was able to stir something in him mm-hmm. and get him to come to some conclusions about himself that were deeply healing. Mm-hmm. And there's undeniable power in that moment. Mm. You know, he would have found something in that state of mind, but it just so happened that that particular painting was right
2: there and it did the yeah, trick. Uh, it, it, it is really so true. I've gotten into a lot of photography now of uh, what I call the mud people. The mud people and the mud people um, live in the mud. And I do a lot of photographs of mud puddles and me in the mud puddles and stuff. And it is wild. Huh. I cool. mean, it's like an yeah. MDMA experience. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> it ain't the mud. just yeah. mud. I mean, there is a whole world going on in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for me, artistically, it's spectacular. The traveling itself is a trip. Well, duh, duh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's even called that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just traveling to you guys' place here, your studio slash home slash library, library yeah. <laughs> slash playground slash home, <laughs> is uh, it's a trip. Yeah, I mean, you guys are amazing. Well, thank amazing, you. thank you. Well, you know,
1: one of the things I find amazing about you, one of the reasons why I approached you to to mm. come to the show, is because you make magic happen spontaneously. And mm. I really admire that. Um, mm. I think I mentioned to to you briefly when we spoke that mm. I like the way you lean into the randomness of a situation, mm-hmm. not exactly knowing where you're headed, uh, per se, but, but getting a long view of where you want to go mm-hmm. and then just kind of adapting. Like I've seen the way you roll with it when people yell things out to you, when you're giving a talk and you're just kind of just adjusting in the moment. And I'm not sure if you lose your place or never lose your place, or maybe you didn't have a place, but somehow you don't lose track. Somehow Mm -hmm. you just kind of keep weaving the experience and it makes it fun for everybody.
2: Well, thank you for that. And and I'm a real believer in impromptu theater and spontaneity. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where it's Uh at really, but you have to believe and have courage. ABC, ABC back to the ABC. Have awareness, have
1: belief, have courage.
2: Yeah. Um, But when I make a presentation, I always have an outline. I always know where I want to go, but now then now I have my safety net, so I can be spontaneous. Mm. I can go places because I can always find my way back. Yeah. Okay. Always. Okay. You're in flow
1: state. Yeah, it, it is a flow state. But because you're you're competent. At what it is that you're describing, you right. can now riff. You can now right. uh, expand, explore, flow uh, without losing state because you don't know. Right. You don't have to remember what it is. It's it's
2: there. Right. You have the pattern. Right. And I like that word remember. I mean, I, I, right. I just you know that's what Plato mm. said. Mm. The the way to enlightenment is to remember who you are. Mm. Remember who you are, and that's again while like the cards, it, it takes us to who we really are. It breaks us free of our social role that I am whoever whoever and really, yeah, but I'm also the magician and the fool child. Yeah. Mm. You know, and the star and the emperor mm. and the teacher and the lover. I mean they're all qualities. So yeah. it, it really brings this multidimensionality of us out into the world. But people don't understand that a lot. Mm. I'm a marketing nightmare. Because I live in the hyphen. Yeah, I do this and, and, and. You live Uh in the hyphen. And it's kind of like, well, you're a hyphenated cat. Now, what are we, how the hell are we going to sell you?
3: you Right. (laughs)
2: Well, they have to sell all 78 of you, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) But what really blows the magic of, wow, how does this mystery work? Back to that question we kind of touched upon. One of the things I say is if, if you stay away from prediction, just any card you pick, Will always indicate an aspect of who you are. It, it's it's universal psychology. We're mm-hmm. everybody's all these cards all of the time, mm-hmm. so it, it can never be wrong. You know, it's sort of like you watch a great movie and mm-hmm. and
3: you take some life lesson from the movie that helps you in your own life. Mm-hmm. This is like that. You yeah. know, it's like it's a it's a wonderful piece of art that <laughs> causes you to reflect and go, yeah, you know. I've forgotten a piece of myself, and this movie helped me remember. Oh, really? And well, this card
2: helped me remember. Movies yeah. have such power. Yeah. yeah. They do have such yeah. power. And, and uh, I, I'll do a lot of the cards face up. I, okay. mean, I don't need to pick them Like if I know um, I'm doing something today and I need a certain quality or skill, I'll just go find that card. I know it as it and put it up because mm. it's the power of the picture. The power of the picture becomes and a representation of your intention for the day. Exactly. Kind of a car today a keeps the therapist away. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But, but sometimes yeah. I just do it face up. And some people are like, that's crazy. And no, it's a tool.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, use it beautiful. however
2: you want to use it.
3: Yeah. It's you like, know? I'm wearing my Bruce Lee shirt today because I need a little Bruce Lee in my
2: life. Well, that's, you know, you know yeah, that's your first intuition yeah, of the day is what to wear. Or what color to wear? Mm. You know, that's uh, okay. huh. intuition as a practice is pay attention to that first thing you're going to pick to wear today. Actually, mm-hmm. you could look. I mean, this room is a great tarot, right here. Mm. This yeah. is a deck. Mm-hmm. This is a deck. So you could have any question, any any insight you want. Find one painting or one book or one anything, color or anything here, and like a card. And what does that tell you? Right. What does mm-hmm. that tell you? Mm-hmm. And you know, with the cards, because uh, we do like to look at the future. But it's so. If you want to ask about what's the future of even your your authenticity right. of this, for example, mm-hmm. or yourself, or whatever, anything about the future, yes, pick a card for the possible future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could happen. possible future. Possible yeah, future that wow. could happen. Okay, absolutely. That's a good and idea. And if you Impossible. like future, that yeah. future card, then do something to make it right. happen. Right. Take inspiration from. Absolutely it. Absolutely. Build towards it. On it. Yeah. Come on, uh, we fulfill the prophecy. And if you board. Don't like it. Say no. Yeah. I don't like that. But now, but then you have to change that. Well, what's my behavior? How am I going to do that? To, and then, and in some cases, people pick a negative card for the future. So we get into it. They don't. Uh So what are we going to do to stop that or deter that or transform that basically? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We deal with that, then they can pick another card. You know, because it always wanna be positive here. Yeah. But if they pick three negative cards in a row, I have a three-strike policy.
3: Choose a card for a potential future of the authenticity show. Sure, can sure. we try that? Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Um, Shuffle them up. Okay. Well, here we go. And so, don't try and pick the best card. Pick the right card. Okay. You pick the right card. The potential future of authenticity. Yeah. I mean, no, since no, we're let on me the topic ask you this, um, yeah. Do you do you have an actual vision of the future? Do you have a yes? Which is what to? Well,
1: um, for one thing, build our listenership. Um Slowly and steadily with people that are authentic, so mm-hmm. not not artificial means but uh genuine listeners you know mm-hmm. people who are interested who are true tribe members you know that they, they, mm-hmm. and we would like to have this um you know maybe get onto something like n p r or or Ooh. you know something something Ooh. that's that has thoughtful uh um, right. shows and and whatnot. Um, so that more people ah, can I hear about it yeah, and, uh, we can continue to yeah. explore the way we have been, right. um, continuing to invite
2: guests and sure. Just, oh yeah. No. When you dive deep like this, I love the diving deep thing now, mm. you know, but mm. nobody used to dive or dive deep, yeah. you know, it's about fly high, you know, it's always, yeah. up, you yeah. know, your higher self, what sure, about your sure. deeper self. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, yeah that's true. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, anyway, so let's let's see. What about the authenticity? Okay. What about the the potential future, the possible future? One card. Don't make a mistake, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> mistakes. no mistakes. No mistake. Make no mistake. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think okay. that's the one. Lovers. The lovers. So that's the word. It's an, a major archetype card. It's mm-hmm. a it's a type of person who's very gifted at connecting. Relating, whether it's in a love relationship or a business partnership. So the the great value of authenticity is your partnership, Mm. you guys. Mm -hmm. And that's uncommon, I think, really Mm -hmm. uncommon. And it's a Gemini card, so it's being able to hear and and engage a a variety and diversity of views here. Mm -hmm. But the lovers is about really being able to connect with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is a heck of a business card because Mm. it's to be to really touch people with your show and do what you can do. So, I mean, I love that. I really do love that card. If I, matter of fact, if there's only one card in the deck I had to have as my life, that would be my, my life card Mm. because it's basically seeing you and everything in the world. Wow. The lovers Mm. It's kind of the tantra of living and um, engaging everything in the world. There's nothing we don't touch, including the shadow side of us and everything and everybody. Um, so it's an ultimate, ultimate expression. And what, what, now, what's your card? This is Satch. Logic, four of crystals. Wow. Hmm. Logic, four of crystals. That, that's a, a number four card. So if you know the map, the Voyager map, four is the number of the emperor, who is by far the most successful professional archetype. The best, greatest business person in the mm. day, the emperor. Nice job, um, Satch. Thank you. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and based on the ability, logic, to plan, to have a map, an organization, a business plan, uh, uh, you know, something to go by. That's mm. your base. And then the lovers is I'm going to reach out and take that plan into action in the world. Let me pick a card for this. Yes. Let me pick a card. Oh, authenticity Okay, so your card is fulfillment Wow <laughs> This is a great wine card This is really good wine oh, <laughs> you know, nice. it's, nine, you know, it's nine full cups Cups mm. of emotion Boy, a lot of cups have come out in this day um, It's called fulfillment And it's number nine <laughs> That's nine. cute full, nine, Fulfill my cups Yeah, fill it up and love it And, and enjoy it and complete it. I mean, number nine is completion. It's the most whole number of all of our numbering systems. It's whole. It's integrated. It's complete. I won't go the whole nine yards. <laughs> so you <laughs> want to strive for that. You don't want to leave that vision just dangling there. Mm, it's, like, okay. you know, it's like a fine wine. You, okay. Bro, I mean, come on. Let's, let's go for that. Yeah. Let's celebrate that. Let's complete that. It's doable here beautiful it is beautiful that's what i love is you have the the logic card is four of crystals which are mental crystals are mental cups nine of cups fulfillment is emotions heart so you've got the head and the heart the head is smart and the heart is motivated Hmm. and the lovers is the ability to keep it all together and balance everything Hmm. inside of you and with the world around you there it's a great reading Wow, that's that's,
1: that's fantastic. Beautiful. That's it's uh, got a lot of hopeful imagery in there. Yeah. well, I feel good about that. Me too. We'll make i a great about. It.
2: I'm expecting great things to happen mm. here. All right. <laughs> As are we. As are we. All right. Beautiful. Good things are flowing. Yeah. Yeah. All around. Yeah. Um
1: since this is the primary way that I know you other than through um, the IHF,
2: the International Hypnosis Federation. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Is there would you say that that like primarily what you do in the world right now is um, teach people about this
2: tarot, or is it
1: al- also a lot of other stuff?
2: It's well, I have other decks, so I'm 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 big into just cards and symbols, decks of cards for empowering people, and and I have a variety of different decks. Okay. So, I, but it's you know, it's it, they're all maps, they're all road maps. and I, it's, I mean, I even go back to junior high school or school. I love making maps, drawing maps. Mm-hmm. I uh, just something about mapping. Yeah, they're beautiful. And and I'm the voyager. And and I just helping people navigate their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, with this this process. There What was the question again?
1: Well, just you, you're <laughs> actually answering it. Um yeah. I was just kind of asking like what else do you do that's related to this that right. that you share often because I I know you mainly through voyager. Right. Um right. and is this your favorite deck or or is it a favorite? Well Do you have one that's
2: more favorite to you? Well, I mean, I really love all my nature work. Okay, with the with animals, sustainability, and all that. resilience, following the the principles of nature. Okay. I mean, nature is my ultimate teacher. Um, but in today's world, I I I mean, I love to do I love to teach. I mean, I, I'm, I'm an edutainer. <laughs> <laughs> um, people learn best when they're having fun. Yeah, and more Agreed. creative and, and everything like that. Um, but I find most people want readings. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to learn how to do it themselves. Just tell me. Mm. Just tell me.
1: Just tell me, James. Just tell me.
2: <laughs> is, yeah. I mean, I love it, I hate it, you know? Yeah. It's like, don't you want to be your own oracle? That's one of my classes is be your own oracle. Yeah. That's where it's at. Completely. That is where it's at. You know? <laughs> That's teaching a person how to fish. Exactly. That We go back to the Bible on that one, and it's yeah. so true, uh, but, but so what? Just tell me. And I don't tell, I'm, I'm not, a. like I said, you could do this, but to make this happen, you have to, da-da-da-da, based on the cards. I mean, I basically give them a plan. Uh, that's, it's more coaching than it is kind of reading mm. stuff, but okay. teaching is where it's at completely. Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Well, James, thanks again. It was thank, lovely having you
2: here. Thank you, guys. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, worth the drive all the way down here to wherever I am. <laughs> the city of Orange. But it's so, it's so cool to go into, the again, the adventure. Life is adventure. It is. And mm-hmm. part of me says, oh, God, I'm driving down 405, and it's 6 o'clock, there's traffic, and rah, 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 and get, you know, crotchety, and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. But then, like, wait a minute. It's an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure. I think if we all had that, that attitude, that mm-hmm. artitude, you know <laughs> that it is all art. It is all adventure. Wow. Yeah. God, life is exciting, huh? Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. 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 Now it's an adventure getting home. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now that you probably happy you had
1: a little bit of caffeine.
2: Oh, that was good. You this keep, is keep such sharp. a fun time, mm-hmm. you guys. I appreciate it so much. It's been much. great.
0: You've been listening to The Authenticity Show with your hosts, Carlos Casados and Satch Purcell. Very special thanks to our guest, James Wanless. See? I told you it was going to be interesting. This show is produced by myself, Oliver team. I also wrote the theme song, which you're listening to right now. And the interstitial song for this episode was a little tune I'm working on called Old Toby, which is a Tolkien reference Please remember to subscribe to The Authenticity Show wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on social media. Leave us a comment. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And you can find our website at authenticityshow.com. Thanks for listening and have an authentic day.